The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, September 21st edition. Hope you guys had a great Monday, Monday Night Football. Packers and Rodgers get the job done. Aaron Jones, four touchdowns. That was tons of fun. Baseball's been great as well. Pitching, not what you'd expect on uh, this Monday night. But the bats were fun overall, fun, good slate of action. 11 games for you on a Tuesday. A couple housekeeping notes real quick. Check me out on Twitter at BDentric if you have any questions over there or in the Fantasy Degens Discord, which is free. Also, check out my written content at rotoballer.com. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the Premium Values article. Tuesday, Thursday, free DraftKings picks. To become a premium member at rotoballer.com, use promo code Bubba for 10% off the package of your choice. Also, check out my uh, video if you'd rather watch this instead of listen to it on the Rotoballer YouTube page. Subscribe, like, and share over there as well. Lastly, check out prizepicks.com. Great way to play uh, some prop betting meets DFS. Make two to five picks, different scales of payouts, different wagering. You can mix and match all sports, fantasy scores, individual props, tons of fun stuff. Prizepicks.com. Use promo code Bubba for a first-time deposit match up to $100 when you create your account at prizepicks.com. All right, 11 games on tap. Let's get cracking for you. Pitching on this slate, it's interesting. Like Brandon Woodruff, 10-4 at home against the Cardinals. It's in play. Cardinals put up a five-spot. On Monday, I kind of like the Cardinals to be a little sneaky here. Woodruff, you know, 18-5, 11-5 his last two, 90 or more pitches in two of his last three. He's not over all three, but he's about 90-92 and 101, six innings in each start. He's got to be super efficient to get you 20-plus points. He's uh, he's done it against the Giants and the, and the um, Reds, but last time he faced the Cardinals, five innings, eight hits, six runs, four Ks for 1.9. Not saying that's what he's going to do every time out. But it's there because he's only going so far right now. They're, they're, the, the Brewers are locked into the two seed in the NL. They're taking it easy with their guys. They're getting them work but not overworking them. So Woodruff at 10-4, if you want to go there, I get it. Not one of my favorite plays, that's for darn sure. Uh, Kevin Gossman at 10-1, I can't go to him either. He's been super sketchy of late. San Diego's bats are atrocious. Um, actually, let me check that. On this slate, you can't go to Gossman, mainly because of two things. He faced San Diego's last time out, five innings, four runs, seven Ks for 12 points. That's not good. Back-to-back 25-plus point performances with an 18 in there. He's He's been good enough. He's had a lot of hiccups. So that's what I want to mention. It's been weird at 10-1 with Gossman, the hiccups he's bringing to the agenda for you. But San Diego, striking out 22% of the time, hitting 216 with a 71 WRC plus of late. Um, they've been really, really bad. So if you want to go Gossman at 10-1, you can. 
Not my top guy, but you can guess, definitely go there at 10-1. Alec Manoa would, would be my top guy. Watch ownership here because he's facing Tampa Bay. We faced his last start where he f- eight shutout 10Ks, got you 40.8 points. Now he's not going to get you 40 points every time, and he wasn't popular. That, uh, that, uh, that slate probably will be after that recent performance. Keep that in mind. He faced Tampa back in July, three and two-thirds, two or nine Ks for 17.5. But the dude's got master strikeout upside. We've seen him really, really, really good at times. He's, he's very, very uh, – his roller coaster ride, that's the best way I can put it. Tampa Bay striking out 20.5% of the time versus righties. That didn't stop Manoa last time. And they are hitting 227 with a 186 ISO and a 99 WRC+. plus. So there's always risk with a guy like Alec Manoa because we've seen the blowups happen, the home runs come in, a, come in bunches with Manoa at times, but also the strikeouts too. He's been very – when he's on, he's lights out on. So 9500 bucks for Manoa, very, very much in play if you don't want to pay up for Gossman or Woodruff. Marcus Stroman at 92 is in play for me more so in cash than in tournaments, but at 9200 bucks at the Boston Red Sox, I don't mind it. Stro putting up back-to-back 22-plus point performances. He goes about five-plus innings in every single start, three earned runs or less in majority of his starts, almost like I'd say like 80% or more of them. And he's got you seven or more Ks in his last two starts, five or more in four of his last five. The strikeouts have been a, a nice addition to Stroman because that was the biggest concern coming into this year, and we're seeing it more and more. Now he gets a Red Sox team striking out 24% of the time versus righties. The catch, they're hitting 276, 234 ISO, 129 WRC+. So we know the Red Sox can hit. That's plain and simple. Stroman's obviously not your average run-of-the-mill right-handed pitcher out there, but he's got to be efficient. At 9200 bucks. I don't mind it. Don't mind it. More so cash than in tournaments. Jose or Kitty, big fan of at $9,000. Uh, if we knew he'd be a full go, he'd probably be priced closer to ten. He threw 80 pitches his last time out. He's gone 71, 70, 81. I'm hoping we see that closer to 90 bump here. Six innings, one run, six Ks against Texas. Now you get an Angels team you know you can pick on. They're striking out almost 26.5% of the time. First right-handed pitching this past month, hitting 233 with an 82 WRC+. So our kitty at 9K, I like a ton on this slate. Let's just cross our fingers. We get like 90-plus pitches out of them, and then we should be okay. If they limit them, that's the break. So he's only a tournament play. Don't use him in cash. But the upside, nice 20-plus points at 9K is pretty strong. Like what Arkady could do with 90-plus pitches is what I, I, I could see Gossman doing, and you're saving over $1,000. So that's kind of the angle I got going there. He might be very popular, though, too, so you kind of want to fade him. We'll have to wait and see for ownership. But Arkady at 9K, I like a lot. If you want to go Musgrove at 88, you can. I'm not getting in front of those Giants bats. Uh, the Giants got three runs, six hits, uh, or six innings on him last time out. So they hit two home runs off of him. He's basically like a 15-point guy in three straight starts. He's had ceilings from time to time. But uh, you kind of know what you're going to get with Joe Musgrove, and I'm not attacking the Giants, so I'm out on Joe Musgrove. I know there's a lot of people that are in on Joe Musgrove, but I'm out on him in this, this game at 8800 bucks versus the Giants. Erod, my boy, 8600 bucks at home against the New York Mets. Been a very, very up-and-down year from Erod. Six innings, one earned six Ks. Three and two-thirds, six earned three Ks. Six innings, no earned six Ks. Seven innings, three earned two Ks. It's been just like all over the board with him, but what you know more often than not, when he's locked in, he's giving you six-plus innings, six-plus Ks, but the blowups are massive with him. The bright side is facing the Mets, striking out 22% of the time versus left. He's hitting 247 with a 178 ISO and a 102 WRC+. Plus. Javi Baez is swinging a great bat. You got Big Meat Pete, of course. You got Lenthor. You got some options there, no doubt about it, but the price point is nice. We're used, used to Erod kind of being up in the low nines, like Arkady pricing, or even a little higher, Like, and it makes it kind of a little more challenging. Now you're getting them in this price range at eighty uh, six hundred bucks, where you're sitting there going, "Man, just give me a quality start. You don't have to be an ace. Give me a quality start with those six plus Ks, and we could talk." 
he could get blown up. That is very possible. You know, they got the DH going around here because they're in Boston for the Mets. So that that's a big plus. Depending on who they throw out there, though, is it JD Davis? Do they finally throw him out there? Guy that's got like a near four hundred OBP that they just don't play. Could be. So you have to wait and see how it goes. But Erod at eighty six is intriguing, and he might get kind of overlooked between the Arquites, the Musgrove, and the next guy on the agenda, Jordan Montgomery. At eighty three hundred dollars at home against the Texas Rangers, Jomo coming off five and two thirds, one earned twelve strikeouts at Baltimore. Got beat up by the Mets. <laughs> Lefty beat up by the Mets. We just talked about this. Hello, but uh, he got the Baltimore part of that. Pitched well against Oakland. Usually he's like a fifteen to twenty point guy, but we saw that ceiling against Baltimore this last time out. And now you get the Texas Rangers, a team that's striking out twenty one and a half percent of the time versus lefties, but they're hitting two oh eight with a one oh seven ISO. And a 68 WRC plus. Nestor Cortez was slicing and dicing them until about the fifth inning when he gave up a big fly to kind of wrap that bad boy up. But he was striking them out in bunches. It was beautiful to see. So Jomo at 83, very much a play for us on Tuesday. You could go Marco Gonzalez if you want. I just go to Jomo or Erod person. They have a higher ceiling than Marco, but you can if you want. Uh, Oakland is a good team. They're only striking out 20% of the time, hitting 254 with a 187 ISO, 113 WRC+. plus. So I'm not running to uh, to play Marco, but uh, if you want to get weird, you can. Other than that, there's not a lot of punts. Drew Rasmussen at 68 would be my next guy. It's going up against Toronto, which is sketchy, but he has threw five shutout with three Ks against them. He usually goes four to five innings, basically 75-ish pitches for you. You hope the strikeouts are there, so he's not going to go deep. You're just hoping for some kind of punch luck here, and Toronto's not striking out at all 16.5% of the time over the last month. So it's a really tough punt play, but there's really no good punts plays because a lot of openers and in weird situations, so nothing that really stands out of guys you'd want to use. So we're going to find value with bats. That's what it comes down to. Pitching recap. If you want to go Woodruff, you can. If you want to go Gossman, you can. But for me, it's Manoa, Urquidy, Erod, Montgomery up top. Sprinkle in some... Uh, some Rasmussen if you need to, but my main my main group here, Manoa, Rikiti, Erod, Montgomery. That's my big four. Stroman, Gossman, Woodruff, I get it if you want to go there. But my big dogs, Manoa, Rikiti, Erod, Montgomery. Like If I had to pick just one lineup, it'd probably be Manoa, Montgomery right now, but we'll have to kind of see how lineups look and everything as we break it all down. Bats on this 11-game slate catcher's position for you here. Um, you got Will Smith and Coors at 54. All Will Smith does is hit bombs. Sensatel has been good, but uh, Will Smith at 54, if you're paying up, not too shabby. But if you want to save some cash, we drop on down to the low 4Ks and below here. You got JT Real Muto going up against Dylan Tate of Baltimore and the Baltimore bullpen at $4,100. First base catcher eligible hitting cleanup for Philadelphia. So JTR, not too bad there. You got Elias Diaz and Coors versus a lefty at 4K. Love Diaz and Coors, especially versus lefties. Carson Kelly going up against lefty Drew Smiley. He's 3,700. Kelly crushes left-handed pitching. So he's in play for you. Yeah, Gary Sanchez went deep on Thursday. He's 3,700 bucks. It goes Dunning and then a bullpen game. Uh, he's Dunning's just the opener. Then it's a bullpen game, but you can definitely exploit. So Sanchez at 37 is another guy. Him and Kelly. I'd probably go Kelly over Sanchez, but both very, very good pieces for the pie there. Uh, Severino. It looks like it's the funky Cole Medina opening up, and then you get Matt Moore from Philadelphia. So Severino at 32 versus a lefty is someone you can definitely uh, pick on as well. And then dropping down below the 3K range, um, I will say at pitching, I forgot to mention this, early reports show wind blowing in at Wrigley about 16 miles an hour. If that's the case, Alec Mills is kind of interesting. I'm not in love with him. He's kind of interesting because there's no punts. Just going to throw that out there. But back to the catchers on this slate, uh, some cheap options for you. Excuse me. 
not a ton of them, to be honest with you, unless we see somebody like Maldonado is always in play against the lefty Packy Naughton at 2300 bucks. So he's a guy you can definitely exploit for cheap. Other than that, really nothing at this point in time. First base position for you, Ladito is always in play, but uh, you can save a few dollars. You got Muncie and Coors. You got Belt at 56, which is insane. But it's in San Diego against Joey Musgrove. Don't hate it. Honestly, Freddie Freeman at 54 versus Luke Weaver is very, very nice as well. But uh, going down below the 5K range is where it gets fun. You got Mount Castle. If we do get the lefty more at 47 hundo, Big Meat Pete's only 45 versus Erod. That is quite intriguing because if Erod's off, Pete is going to feast over that green monster. So that is one to keep in mind on that one as well. Um, with some other stuff for you here. Uh, Goldie's always an intriguing play. Like we mentioned on Monday's show, Cardinals put up five runs. Did they break the slate for you? No, but no one rostered. And they're less than 5% on because of Freddie Peralta. You're going to see similar situation with Woodruff on the bump. Woodruff's pretty good, but you know you get hit a little bit. Milwaukee bullpen's good, but not great. And St. Louis is just getting it done. They're pesky right now. Goldie's playing well. O'Neal's been awesome. You got Arenado. Carlson's cheap. You got pieces. Molina's hitting it well. I'm not saying that you got to go full in, but it's one of those stacks where it's a good offense. Like Usually we try to get the contrarian stacks with like a bad team. The Cardinals aren't a bad team. And so that's that's the kind of really good contrarian offenses to find because you're not as surprised when they go off because they should go off no matter the competition more often than not. That's the beauty of baseball. So a guy like a team like the Cardinals could be a nice little contrarian play, and Goldie could be a part of that. Mentioned JTR at 41. He's in play for you. But CJ Cronin Coors, Julio Arias might be kind of popular because the Rockies are the Rockies. Coors and CJ on crush lefties. He's 4K. And you're right, his last start in Coors, actually less than 9 DK points. He even struggled there. Could he deal? Sure, anybody can. But you're going to get some low-priced Rockies in Coors against Julio Urias, which is quite intriguing. If you aren't concerned with the wind in Wrigley, Miguel Sano's crushing it. The Twins-Cubs could be a fun game stack, but that wind scares me. Miguel Sano, 3800 bucks. So I'm going to keep an eye on Same with Frankie Schwindel's up to 36 for Griffin Jacks. Those are two plays to circle for now. Uh, Trey Mancini at 33. Trey Boo Boo is not bad. I prefer Ryan Mountcastle because it was fun when Mountcastle was outfield eligible, but now they're both first base. Got to pick one. So we ride and die with uh, some Trey Boo Boo right now. If you want to get some more Phillies action, Brad Miller is only 3,300. He usually hits fifth or sixth in that Phillies lineup if you're going full stack with like a Harper and a Segura and a Rio Muto and maybe a Kutch or whatever. Miller super cheap at 33. Still hitting in that middle of that order. Uh, Luke Voigt's always an interesting value. If he's in the lineup, he's 3,200. Uh, cheaper options below 3K now on this big 11-game slate. Probably not a ton, to tell you the truth. If Colton Welker is in the lineup for Colorado's first base, third base eligible, he's 2,600. That's an intriguing one. If he cracks the lineup, I think he's he might have got sent back down. But he was crushing it for a while. No, he's still he's still hanging around. So keep an eye on, on Colton Welker. Not a, not a world beater by any means, but dirt cheap at 2,600. Other than that, though, it's like you see Jerks and Profar and Jones. Alex Rivas is one you could look at. First base outfield for um, Chicago. If you are playing the Cubs, he's like sixth for the Cubbies. He's 2K, first base outfield eligible. So you get you get, you get the dirt minimum at 2K with him. And then the other one I'll mention really hasn't lit the world on fire yet. He did go two for four on Sunday. Did not see what he did on Monday yet. But pr- coming into Monday, six or more points in three out of four games. Matt Veerling of the Philadelphia Phillies. He was batting sixth on Monday. He's first base outfit eligible. He's 2K. And he's going up against the funky Cole Medina and then potentially some uh, some Matty Moore action. Or no, he's going with Tate and some bullpen there. So Veerling at 2K is another value for you. Talking about paying up for pitching, we do have value out here. So these are some guys you can look at. Second base position, Jose Altuve at 56 is fine. 
Brandon Lau versus righties always in play. Marcus Simeon went deep on um, on Monday. The Jays are the usual Jays. You know that the drill goes. Don't mind Cattell Marte. He had a couple knocks on Monday night. He's 5200 bucks against Drew Smiley. Ozzy Albies is 100% play versus Luke Weaver at 51. Same with Jorge Polanco at 5K, second base shortstop eligible. He's got some pricey second basements if you need to go there. If you want to save a few dollars and you're fading Erod, Javi Baez, I've been rostering like crazy because he's just so good. He's walking more than he's ever walked. He's hitting 429 over his last 10 games, averaging 13 DK points per game over his last 10 games. The dude is just beasting out right now. He's 4600 bucks. if you're fading Erod. Even if it's just a one-off, I do not mind Javi Baez at 4600 bucks. Uh, Josh Harrison, if you're stacking Oakland, 43. Don't mind Gene Segura at 42 as an option for you. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, if he's in the Colorado lineups, 4K, fine. I'd rather have Garrett Hampson, but Rodgers at 4K definitely is a nice value in that scenario. Uh, if you're stacking the Giants, Tommy Listella at 34 leading off is in play. Only if you're stacking, I'd, I'd rather have Glaber Torres as a value one-off at 32 uh, versus Dunning and company. I mentioned it yesterday. He's hit consistently like seven or eight games, it feels like. Not a lot of power, but he got you 10 more points on Monday. Like he's doing it cheap. He's in the middle of that Yankees lineup and the Yankees didn't go off. If the Yankees finally go off, like he's going to be a part of that and have a big, big game. So 3,200 bucks definitely uh, checks the spots there for you. Nick Solak, if you're fading Jomo at three K is fine. I'd rather have Glaber at 32, but both are worth a look for you there. And other than that, Jose Rojas, if you're fading your key, he's 2,200. Uh, Matt Duffy's only 2K, usually hitting fifth for the Cubs. He's second base, third base eligible. I don't know why the Cubs, like Duffy at 2K priced, like he's facing Jack Morris for the Twins, not Griffin Jacks. That's very, very confusing to me right there. Third base position, you got Machado at 56. You got Justin Turner, Ryan McMahon. Eduardo Escobar is interesting, but Kyle Seeger at 5K uh, is an intriguing option, actually, because no one on roster in there. Mentioned Arenado went deep on Monday. You got Chapman at 45. Josh Donaldson is straight on fire. He's 4,400 bucks in that matchup. Riley, Austin Riley had a nice game on Monday. Also, I keep saying Wednesday. He's 4,400 bucks for you, too. So, some decent, like mid to high price 4K guys to navigate through. But same situation we've seen for about a week or so now. Alex Bregman's still too cheap. He's 4,200 bucks hitting second for the Astros and hitting it well. So, 4,200 bucks for uh, Bregman against Packy Naughton, the lefty. Sign me up for that one. Big fan of that situation. I uh, don't mind Josh Rojas at 4K. If you're fading Drew Smiley with like some Cattell Marte and company, that's a nice value play. Um, some others. Joey Window went deep on Monday. He's 36 versus Manoa. If you're feeling frisky, go for it. Uh, sub 3K, though, not a ton. Like Gio Shell is there. I'm waiting for him to wake up. Colton Welker talked about him at 26. Not in love with it by any means. Um, other than that, yeah, check lineups. Nothing really stands out at the third base position. Shortstop coming out for you, B. Cross, 5,800. That is bananas. Bichette at 52, Lindor 51, Polanco 5K. So you got a few options above 5K. Not really in love with any of them, but you got a few for sure, especially Polanco at 5K, Lindor. If you're fading Erod, sure. But you got Trevor Story and Coors at 47 versus Urias. Sign me up. Corey Seager at 46 and Coors for Sensatella. Sign me up. Like those two, I'd rather pay for either one of those two over those 5K options right now. Uh, you got Danzy Swanson down at 41 is a decent value for you. Josh Rojas, talk about him at Arizona. He's third-base shortstop eligible at 4K. Willie Adamas is back. Joey Wendell, you got those options going for you. Glaber Torres at 32 if you're looking for some savings. He's 100% in play for you as well. Edmundo Sosa is always a punt I don't mind at 2,400 um, for St. Louis as well. So you got a few options to navigate through there. Outfield position, you're going to have tons. You have Betts and Coors at 64. That's fine. Harper at 6K is outstanding versus Dylan Tate and company. 
that's a great price point. Starling Marte is just fine. Um, 6K and above, you got Betts and Harper. That's wild. Good good plays, though. Good, good plays. Cattell Marte is at 52. You got Judge at 5K. Don't mind any of those as well. I prefer uh, I prefer the Cattell Marte one. I feel a big Tuesday night from Cattell if you're feeling that one. He's pricey, though. So there's, there's probably better plays at a different price point, but quite intriguing. Uh, mid 4Ks and below, Duval went deep again on Monday. He's 45 versus Weaver. He's always in play right now in tournaments. Just ride that hot stick while you can. Uh, we got Yastrzemski at 44. Chris Bryant's down to 44, so that's a little bit of a, an option if you're stacking the Gigantes. Said Mullins had the day off on Monday. He's 43 versus Funky Cole Medina and the Matt Moore bullpen game. So said Mullins at 43 is a great value on this slate, like a really good value on this slate. Lamont Wade Jr. is down to 42, so I'm going to keep an eye on uh, Giancarlo is only 42 versus Dunning. That's a great buy. So is T. Oscar Hernandez at 42 versus Rasmus. And T. Oscar went deep off of Shane Boz on Monday. Uh, 42 is a great price point there. Tyler O'Neill is playing well. If you're if you're using St. Louis, 41 is a good price tag if you're fading Woodruff. So don't hate that. Some nice nice price points in this low to mid 4K range. Some really good stuff to target there. Jorge Soler is leading off for the Astros. He's 3,800 if you want to go that direction. Some other options down here for you, though. Uh, Brandon Nimmo's back. He's okay versus lefties. He's 3,500, but Ian Happ at 34, if you are not worried about the weather, is an outstanding price tag. He just hits home run after home run after home run. So 3,400 bucks for Ian Happ's fine. Jared Kalinick's only 33. Keep riding his hot stick. Uh, Austin Hayes, Santander at 32. Prefer Hayes 100% there. Lourdes Gurriel went deep again on Monday. I say play him all the time for his value. He's 3,200 bucks again. Too damn cheap. Uh, it, that's just ridiculous. Like the way Bregman's too cheap, Guriel's too cheap. It's it's nuts at thirty two hundred dollars. Uh, going to three K, Hampson three K and Coors. I love if he's in the lineup. And then Gavin Lux swinging a very very good stick for the Dodgers, playing pretty much every day since AJ Pollock went down. Now he's in Coors at three thousand dollars. He's probably my favorite like point per dollar play on the uh, Dodgers in this Coors field game. So love some Gavin Lux at three thousand dollars. Big fan of that. Eddie Rosario continued to swing a hot stick on Monday night. He's 2900 bucks for Weaver. I said we will find value on this slate. We're finding it right now. Hampson's not bad, but Lux at 3K, Rosario at 29. And these aren't just like shot in the dark scrubs. These are good ball players on good teams and good matchups at great price points. So this is like the definition of what you want. Like Dylan Carlson's 28. It's a good value in your St. Louis stack where Rosario can be a one off, Lux can be a one off. That's great value. Like I'm a, I'm a big fan of that kind of scenario. Some other guys down here for you. Um, as you drop down in the 2Ks, there will be some really cheap ones coming up here in a minute. DJ Peters, always a GPP play for home runs, but Chad Pender, another couple. He had at least one double, if not more, hits on Monday. He's 26 versus Marco. He plays versus every lefty, so he'll be a nice little value for you with the A's. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer at 24. If you need to, he got on and stole a bag on Monday, not running to it at 24, but it's not horrible. Um, got a few others down here I saw earlier when I was scanning things. Uh, Brett Garner at 22, still super cheap. A nice bat eights. So that kind of bums me out a bit, but not bad. Jose Rojas at 22s. Again, mentioned him. He's in play for as a total punt versus Rikini. And then get me, uh, mentioned Veerling from Philadelphia at 2K. I think that's a very intriguing play as he continues to hit pretty well since he got called up. And then where's my boy? Where's he at? Did I scroll past him? Did I? Did I? No. Nope. Jose Siri, $2,000. Might not get to start with the lefty on the bump. So you got to keep that in mind. But he let off on Monday, went deep. Chad McCormick was in the lineup. Right-handed power bat versus Naughton. He's 2K. So you got two really nice 2K Astros to keep an eye on with Siri and, and McCormick. So tons of value on this slate. Recapping your picture real quick. My main guys I'm using is Manoa, Urquidy, Erod, 
and Jomo. If you want to go Woodruff, Gossman, Stroman, no problem with that. But those are my main four I'm looking at so far on this slate. Hitting-wise, I don't mind a, a unique Baltimore stack against Funky Cole Medina and Matt Moore. Philadelphia bringing it back is fine. So you can game stack Baltimore, Philly. No problem with that at all. Um, New York's going to be in play. Sure, the Yankees, I mean. If you want to go with some Mets versus Erod, I get it. I get it for sure. Same with Toronto versus Tampa Bay. Not my favorite stacks, but I completely get it. I'm going to keep my eye on that Minnesota-Chicago game because I want to play so many bats from that game because there's value and just really good spots against two bad pitchers. I'm going to keep my eye on that one. So that one's going to have my attention in the in the Discord chat throughout the day. L.A., Colorado, Coors Field, Dodgers are 100% play. That Gavin Lux price of three case, dumb. But I like Colorado coming back versus Urias because most won't fade Urias. Urias could deal. There's no I've, I've tried to fade Bueller before and, and other guys. I've also tried to face, fade Kershaw and it worked out great. It's Coors freaking field. It's what you get. And the Dodgers bullpen has not been as lights out as it once was earlier this year. So you got something for you there. Uh, Houston's 100% play yet in Arizona and Atlanta. Both in play for Atlanta, but both in play. For, and then the Giants late night West Coast hammer is somewhere to target as well. So tons of fun on this 11 games. Frank DeLuca, thanks for the kind comments in this um, in this chat. It means a lot to me. Tons and tons of uh, support there is good. And um, Sean V. Yeah, thanks. Um, all right, everybody. That'll do it for us on this edition of Quick Hits. A fun one. 11-game slates for you on a Tuesday. Hope you guys have a great, great day. Follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick. Check me out on the Fantasy DGEN's Discord channel if you have some questions over there. Also, check out prizepicks.com. Use promo code Bubba for a first-time deposit match up to $100 when you create your account over there. Give a rating review on iTunes to MLB DFS Quick Hits. I would truly appreciate it. But for now, everybody, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits here Tuesday. September 21st edition. I'm out.